This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Welcome to Manawatu Conversations, recollections of the past and sometimes opinions about the future. Today we have with us David R.K. Harding. Iola Hegarty. And I'm Stuart Burks. Okay, now Dave, you came to a job at Massey in... April 1973, and I retired uh, fully at the end of 2021, December 23. Wow, and and, and what age were you when you retired? Um, I was, uh, I am of 78, facing uh, 79. Yeah, so, and and was there any issue of you staying on to, they just said keep keep working? No, 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 they asked me to retire. I Uh, actually, formally I retired in uh, 19, uh, uh, sorry, in 20... um, 19 and then I was rehired at 50% for a year and then I was hired for 18 months at 20%. Oh yeah, okay. But that was still way into your 70s. Yes, yes, way into my 70s. Were there there many people that sort of age uh, working at Uh, Massey? Not too many, no. A lot of my colleagues had retired and several of them unfortunately had passed on. Yeah, Yeah, I suppose health would be an issue, wouldn't it? Yes, it was for for two of them. Two of them at Yeah. Yeah. So uh, clearly, you you had a very long time at Massey. Did you, were there many, and you were working in chemistry. Yes, then, uh, forty-eight uh, years uh, at Massey. Yeah. Uh, so what? Uh, when working in chemistry, what would an academic chemist be doing in those? In my case, I was involved uh, more or less from shortly after I arrived. I got involved with peptide and. Uh, small protein synthetic chemistry and then later on in the 1990s I moved into uh, (coughs) carbohydrate chemistry building um, synthetic methods for isolating peptides and proteins and other biological active materials from in many cases from natural sources Uh, and and also for uh, for a short while purification of um, wastewaters, dirty water and stuff like that. Okay, so a lot of it had fairly direct application. Yes, I've always been, I've always been interested in uh, using chemistry for practical purposes. Yeah. Um, I have no, I have no problem with people uh, doing what used to be called pure chemistry, chemistry just for uh, mind-boggling pure applications but I myself always wanted to apply my chemistry yeah and it, it was all closely linked to agriculture and to some extent yeah. yes yes my uh, I'm st- although I'm retired I'm still involved with one my, my last uh, PhD student whose oral examination is the 30th of March this year and so mm. my last 
uh, connection will Massey, with Massey will be his oral examination on that date, mm-hmm. you know, the completion of his PhD, which he is, I am absolutely certain he will pass without any problem whatsoever. And his application is the invo- is involved in this in the item you just suggested, in mm-hmm. involving uh, isolation of. Uh, gastrointestinal nematodes, in other words, stomach worms from uh, (coughs) cows and sheep, Mm. uh, animals with four stomachs. Yeah, okay. Which is a a major challenge because a lot of the uh, bioactive materials used to try and control these gastrointestinal nematodes are are becoming less and less effective these days. And there does not appear to be any new materials coming along, so we're looking at trying to use um, carbohydrate matrices to to work on this problem. Okay. So, what in your your research time at Mercy, do any particular projects stand out? Oh yes, the uh, I've had uh, students from from Egypt and other parts of the world. Uh, involved with me the one one of the my first egyptian student is now quite famous he's publishing heavily publishing and he's um he's working in the university zawail university uh, out of cairo and he's um he's very effective the, the this university was set up because for the uh, the uh, nobel prize winning um A chemist who uh, they set up a university uh, uh, under his uh, mm. uh, Nobel Prize winning award, and uh-huh. he's working there. He's his work is very, very well taken. So, and but you yeah, know, there's a lot of uh, good things. There's a uh, New Zealand girl who's uh, in Queensland. Her work is well done, taken as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been very lucky. I, uh, to some extent, um, in my experience at Massey, I've been very, as I said, I've been very lucky. My, a lot of my graduate students, I don't regard myself as being their supervisor. I regard it, I've been very lucky to have been able to collaborate with mm. these graduate students. And this, is, this has been one of the most satisfying mm. part of my career at Massey. Yeah. Not to say that undergrad there's anything wrong with being involved with undergraduate students. A lot yes, of undergraduate yeah. students I've been very happy to work with mm-hmm. as well. But yeah. the part of the uh, graduate program has been that be able to collaborate with these yeah. students. I've not been I've not had to stand over them and tell them put this in this test tube and yeah, s- yeah. in the sense of supervising. Mm. So it's the collaborative part of the graduate program. Yeah. Also, with some of the master students, most of my master students, I've not had to stand yeah. there and tell them what to do yeah. in a supervising yeah. way. So your focus really, the, it, it, it's more the research side rather than say teaching. That no, no, I don't well, mind the teaching as well. Yeah. I, I was, mm. I was late coming to teaching of the forty-eight years mm. at Massey. I didn't come to full on. I, d- I did do some teaching throughout, on and mm. off when it was yeah. needed, but I was. 
I was able to stay with research right through and from the yeah. 70s through to the middle of 1990s before I was asked to become fully involved with teaching. Yeah. So yeah. I was late, ah, if yeah. you like, yeah. in my career to come to teaching. Yeah. So yeah. therefore, that's why yeah. Uh, yeah. I was lucky uh, in yeah. that sense. Yeah. But it's also on the research side, though, would it be, I know in, in a lot of the social science in my own area, economics, the, yeah. the chances are a research student would have their topic that they're doing. And for, for chemistry, is it more a collaborative, they're involved in a broader project with yes, several well, people? Yes, I don't, I, I'm not sure that I would understand how somebody would come to economics as such, but um, when in chemistry uh, the students come, ar- come around to various supervisors to ask mm. you what area you have topics available for research in. Mm. Mm. And so uh, you say, well, I've got this, 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 and this. So in my case, I would say, well, we could, uh, I've got um, some interest in wastewater purification. I've got some interest in the synthesis of peptides for uh, looking at um, neutralizing gastrointestinal nematodes mm-hmm. I have got an interest Aye. in this this carbohydrate structures for trap for trapping okay. gastrointestinal nematodes and mm. so I've got interest in this peptides for this disease and that disease and so on and they say, they might say well oh I'm really interested in that okay or yeah. no way am I interested in anything yeah. you've got I'll go and I'll go yeah. and see dr so and so so it's not so much like you've got four or five researchers with some research funding for a topic and you're looking for PhD students to work as part of that team in well, it could be that like, it could be like that okay it could yeah. be like that as well you you might have uh, you might have um, applied to the uh, medical research council or the heart mm. foundation or something and got this money in yeah yeah but in some cases you might have sat down with the student yeah. And and put their name in the application as well. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. there's different ways of going about okay. this yeah. uh, approach. Yeah. But but for chemistry type research, there'd be a lot of funding and specialist equipment needed. Would in be? some cases, there would be yes. Yeah, and yeah. in some cases, you would already have the equipment, depending oh, yeah. on yeah. depending on on the the status of your particular program. Hmm. It might be a program that was going for 10 years. It might be some, oh, yeah. some new program that you're trying, you've just dreamt up. Okay, yeah. And it, but it's essentially lab-based, the research? Yes, yeah. 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 Well, it could, well, in some cases, um, it, not in my case, but in hmm. some colleagues' cases, it could, it could be all theoretical. Okay. It could be, there yeah. could be no... The laboratory could be your computer. Hmm. It could okay. all be done on your computer. There's there's a whole yeah. there, there's a, there's a range of of applications. So it can all be theoretical. Okay. Yeah. Um, so and and how have you seen things change over? I don't know. Has, has the discipline of chemistry changed in in your time in the air? The 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 uh, focus of the focus of chemistry has changed a lot in my lifetime from just doing chemistry for the sake of chemistry uh, to I think it's basically application has become more application focused over the years. Mm. 
chemistry has just become a part of the overall approach of science. Mm. And I think that I think in the case so in a, it's become more biological. Yeah. In the case as far as applications go. Is is that with the, the because of Massey in New Zealand and agriculture or globally the same? Globally I would say. Okay. Globally Massey is so. Massey as as because it's agricultural and so on, but it's just globally mm. purifi- purification for um, because of the world's the need for purer water, for example. Once again, mm. as I yeah. keep coming back to this, but it, it's basic. There's all the, the everywhere we look, we're looking. We're looking mm. for purer water wherever we are. Yeah, that's yeah. one. That's one of the big ones. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Because the metal metal. Um, contamination of uh, drinking water and stuff mm. like this is, is just one big example yeah yeah okay so is it does that mean that things are more cross-disciplinary now yes well? that's exactly what I mean so yeah. that's that's okay. why I'm em- emphasizing on bio yeah okay. purification safety yeah. issues health safety issues yeah. So what other disciplines would you tend to be working with if you've got a team on something that'd be the chemists uh, medical, yeah. Um, foods, uh, food safety uh, again, which is of course involved with ben- medical or uh, bio, mm. yeah, basically. Mm. Yeah, and the technology would have changed a lot as well, wouldn't of it? Of course, yeah. and the uh, analytical, the um, the analytical technology has got more, got more. Um, Refined, as it were, you can mm. get down to the uh, milli- the milligram, uh, nanogram oh, detec- yeah, yeah. detection levels. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you, you're getting the the detection levels have got a lot better. Yeah. So that's meters and, and microscopes and things. They yeah, all sorts of stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Detection levels. The the biological testing is more accurate now, much better than it was mm. 40, 50 years ago. Yeah, yeah. So you think, that, that would you say there's been major advances in, what, what, what would stand out as the, uh, would, the, would you say there's been breakthroughs in the past? Oh, it's so just, got, just got better. Yeah, yeah. The detection levels are just much better. Mm. Yeah, okay. So the, and, I'm probab- and I think the other side of it would be that the equipment has got cheap. The t- detection equipment has prob- probably got cheaper too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and also probably the equipment <coughs> is smaller, mm-hmm. smaller, lighter, and easier to move around. And all this sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. You look at some of the things on on the older programs now. The equipment's bigger and heavier and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, have computers had a, a big effect on? Oh, I would say so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In in what way? The databases you could use, or yes, yeah, so I, I would say so. And the uh, the uh, the uh, information's easier to get at, get at. The more information, easier to get at. Yeah. Yeah. So that's more sort of accessing published things, rather. Yeah, but, sure, of course. But, yeah. But but for analysis, like in, in economics, we'd have the large databases which. Uh, we could play around with, but you'd be doing more more experimentation, would it, and data from experiments? I would think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, <coughs> so, so is that highly statistical? Or? 
you probably need to talk, talk to somebody else about that oh, okay. other than myself because I'm I'm not as I'm not into statistics as such. I'm I'm just uh, I would just hopefully be able to find the analytical data when I was looking for it. Uh, okay, so when you'd find the analytical data, you, but in terms of processing the data, or what? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so is and so internationally, then is there much linkage overseas in the work that's been? Done? Oh yes, there's, there's a there. One thing I have noticed is that there's an awful lot more uh, journals available. The quality quality of them as such is variable. Um, <clears throat> the other thing that is interesting is there's a um, there's a rate there's we have a, a rating system of them. You know they've got a yeah. um, so ranking of the journals, a ranking yeah. of the journals. Of the, but the the the, th- the interesting thing that the the kind of thing that worries me, of course, is if if it's a subject that's uh, not well known hmm. or there are not many people in the area of course yeah. it's not going to be used very much so it's not going to get a very high ranking That's but right, does yeah. that particularly mean that the journal's not very good if it's not used very much or not accessed very much yeah, it's, it's not going to get a high usage or or high number of people publishing in it so i a little bit concerned sometimes that it might the journal doesn't have a high ranking so people won't think highly of it you know yeah it it, it depends on when when you've got as we've moved to uh, assessment methods across all disciplines it does cause a problem but yeah there was a method as well where if say you want to, for, if you're probably in the right university and you want to make a name for yourself, you and a group of people set up your own sub-discipline with your own journal, and then yeah. you're controlling the editing and publication. <laughs> yes, it's a, it's a little bit, a little bit of concern to me, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, well, uh, we've moved away from the idea of university, well, universities being funded for the staff to be doing teaching and research, and they separate out the research funding. Yeah, which is. Uh, caused a problem because by making it competitive then that, that has a big effect but which which comes back to the issue as well though, how much of the chemistry research is the uh, large funding and needing labs and staff mm, and yeah. so on and how much can be just more generally available or low cost research there's an interesting issue came up a while ago from one of the one of the um, vice chancellors at Massey University and he said that he didn't really think that undergraduates teaching needed to involve wet, what were called wet chemistry, in other words, laboratory mm. chemistry, until third year, which I thought was was a, a little bit um, scary. Yeah, because yeah. you you need to you need to be able to be able to use your hands and fingers on glassware that could be wet and slippery and you've got to get used mm. to be able to handling this and if you don't yes. do that until third year and yeah. then you're going to go out and get a job in a lab that's a bit scary to me I don't know yeah. what you think but I'd actually interesting that you say that because I'd heard well polytechs as they became more like universities it meant that a lot of the hands-on thing disappeared so they weren't getting the 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 training that was actually giving them the skills that 
their graduates would expect to have. Uh, yes, it's so, a bit, so it certainly it's is a, a bit scary. Yeah, yeah. See, in my case, I, um, as we said in the other yeah. session that we've had on had today, is that um, I got married after doing a BSc honours and went mm. to England. Mm. Worked for a drug company called Eli Lilly's. Um, mm. Their main base is in Indianapolis, Indiana, United mm. States. Mm. <clears throat> worked for them for two and a half years and then went to Canada to do my PhD. Mm. So when I got when I got off the plane in Canada and went into the lab, mm. I was producing pro I was producing chemicals in my chemistry lab in Canada at the end of my first month. Yeah. You don't get that happening yeah. very yeah. often in a I'm not saying I'm I'm a fantastic chemist or mm. anything else like that. But I yeah. was spent two and a half years in England making mm. chemicals yeah, to yeah. send to Indianapolis mm. as 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 uh, test drug candidates. So when I got off mm. the plane in Canada, I was already, uh, once I got my glassware together in Canada, I was mm. able to make start making chemicals. And so much to my supervisor's surprise in Canada, I was producing stuff inside a month after starting a PhD program. You mm. don't often get that if you've got a, if I if I got a, a, a chemist coming along um, yeah. at Massey University, yeah, yeah, and so if if you've got somebody um, who hasn't done any handled any glassware until the third year of their BSc or even their BSc honors program is only a few months, yeah, um, yeah. you know it's not it's not doesn't sound very promising to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's. Uh, Similar issue in, in a way in, in economics. If you haven't actually gone out and worked in applied areas and, and seen that the problems where you're actually dealing in a cross-disciplinary environment with politicians and decision makers, yeah. you, you don't really have much idea of what's actually going on. You can present a theoretical structure, but uh, otherwise not. And uh, it's, that was, a, I actually found that was one of the advantages with Massey, teaching distance students, is that you had mature mid-career people who were actually on the, had an awareness of real-world circumstances. Seen a bit of life. Yes, and, and so to teach them, there's a two-way flow, but you yeah. have to show that you have a certain understanding with that. But was, was there much distance teaching at all in chemistry oh yes yes uh, they used to come at, at the may in the oh uh, in between well not the may holidays now um the in the uh in between in the, the term breaks when term it was breaks, a full year course term breaks and yeah. that yeah mm. yeah uh, they used to come i i wasn't involved with that very much oh, at yeah. all but yeah. uh, uh, i used to see them coming and that and my colleagues would be involved with that when it was when it was operating yeah yeah, we had a lot of that where there were school teachers because they were, I think, they were funded to go and mm. had leave, and and it counted towards their salaries. But that changed a lot, and and now I think on campus courses for distance students, that you just don't get the attendance yeah. anymore. The other so. interesting thing I uh, involved at Massey that I enjoyed for, uh, I think it was three and a bit year, three and three years and one term it was in those days was mm. I I uh, ran a hostel looked oh, after yeah. a hostel yeah. and we uh, I that was enjoyed enjoyed that I was didn't it? enjoy the, the the one 
part term with the third term was because I took over at the end of the year and of course mm. the students mm. had total control of the hostel and it was a real struggle because uh, unfortunately the person I took over from was the chaplain on the campus and he had no mm. idea how to control yeah. them but so they, they got up to pranks and misbehaving oh, yeah. and of course this end of the the, sp- uh, the late spring and the early and the summer then the autumn um, terms were, uh, were water fights type ah yes yeah we, we had those as well we got great skill at throwing the uh, yeah. <laughs> but the um, no I yeah. set up a Sunday afternoon bar in the in the common room and we 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 did quite well with that because we we ran it properly we made sure everybody paid properly and looked yeah. after the money one year we hired a band called my sex oh yeah and yeah. uh we this um the june holiday the monday holiday we hired them for one evening and we made a big profit and bought a brand new pool table and everything for mm. the for the hostel all right which so. was which we were able to do quite well. That was an interesting time. I'll tell you about that sometime, but don't bore you with it now. But. Thank you for listening to Manawatu Conversations. This and other recent programs can also be found on the Manawatu People's Radio website, and a range of programs is also available on the Manawatu Heritage website of the Palmerston North City Archive. The address for that is manawatuheritage.pncc dot g-o-v-t dot n-z Support this show and others like it by giving a donation For more information go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate <laughs>